Hi, today um, at Innovative Resources we're going to speak with Karen Bedford who is our Managing Editor here and Sue King-Smith who is our Learning Coordinator but also um, part of our editorial team. And we've recently released a set of cards called Body Signals. So Karen, first off, why don't you tell me what a body signal is and what the point of the card set is? Okay, well a body signal is a visceral response of the body something that happens involuntarily inside our body in response to a situation. So it could be in response to something we're experiencing inside or an external situation. Um, a body signal is different from body language. You know, we, we can look at the defini definition of body language and we can think about gestures and expressions and posture and um, and all, all of the kinds of ways in which we can communicate with each other through our bodies. But a body signal is how our body is communicating with us. So tuning into our body signals really helps us connect with what we might be feeling emotionally. So sometimes we may not know what it is that we're feeling emotionally. You know, we may not, we may not be able to recognize that actually we're feeling quite angry. But if we tune into our body signals, our body gives us that deep and immediate wisdom and incredibly reliable, honest wisdom about what we're feeling and experiencing. In the booklet, Karen, you've um, talked about BQ and EQ. Mm. Can you explain a little bit about what those two mm. things are? Yeah, I'd love to. So we, we often hear about EQ, and EQ stands for Emotional Intelligence and out there in, in uh, education land and in counselling land, there's a lot of talk about emotional intelligence. And my understanding of what that is, is we learn, as, as we grow and develop, we learn the skills to tune into what it is that we're experiencing emotionally, tuning, tuning into our feelings, but also the capacity to tune into what somebody else is feeling. So not only being able to recognize what we're feeling emotionally, but emotional intelligence is also about developing skill in managing those emotions. So I think um, what we discovered in creating the Body Signals cards is that there's really this, this, this missing component in emotional intelligence or EQ, which is the component of, of body intelligence. You know, learning to tune into what our body signals are telling us so that because they're cues to what emotions we're experiencing. So together we can say that EQ, emotional intelligence, and BQ, body intelligence, forms emotional literacy. Okay, that's really interesting. So how old do you have to be to develop that BQ and the EQ? Well, you know what? I think that even very, very young children can be supported to tune into what their body is telling them. I mean, we as human beings, right from the word go, we're, we're embodied. You know, we're born in a body. And so we, we're, we're tuning in automatically. And, and this is part of our evolutionary development. You know, a baby cries because it's hungry. There's, a, there's some kind of signal system that's happening within within the baby that says I'm hungry, you know, and they cry, and and so there's that there's that natural and um, 
um, innate capacity that we all have to respond to our body signals. However, as we grow and develop, what we recognise and see is that some of us tune into body signals in different ways and some of us are more skilled at tuning into our body signals than, than others. For example, it might take um, a person or a child quite a while to learn that they want to go to the toilet, whereas a, you know there might be a particular develop, developmental stage for most children where they learn that. And there might be other children who are outside those kind of so-called developmental norms. And so in those situations, we, we can support a child to learn to tune into their body signals. Um, this is incredibly significant because if there has been trauma or something has happened where um, uh, you know, the boundaries or the natural developmental stages of, of the child has have been interrupted for some reason, then helping children to tune into their body signals can be a fantastically effective and useful way of helping children recognise when they feel unsafe, for example. Um, so, so helping children tune into body signals is an incredibly useful thing to do. Say, for example, when a child is transitioning from kindergarten to big school, you know, there, there might be a time, that's a time, an example of a time in a child's life when there's, there might be pressure or stress, or you might have, you know, some children who sail through that time, but other children who experience quite a lot of anxiety around that, that's perfectly normal. And we can support those children by inviting them to tune into the body signals that let them know that they're unsafe. And then we can teach them, what do I do when my tummy's in a knot or when my tummy's got butterflies? You might, and, and, my, and the message might be, tell your teacher or tell a trusted adult that you're feeling this way. And that's a way in which to get help um, when a child is, is experiencing that. Wow, this seems like quite a new um, way of thinking about stuff. Is, is this um, body signals, is this fairly new, this, this um, way of, or, or is it just ha coming to the fore now because of the work that you've done in researching for this resource? Um, well, it's certainly, um, it's certainly coming to the fore and I, I would definitely say it's not through the research that I've done. Um, I think my own understanding is growing about it, but what I'm recognising and seeing as I talk to many, many other colleagues, because whenever we produce a resource here at Innovative Resources, it's a tremendous um, feat of collaboration, really. And, um, and doesn't, it's not that the wisdom rests with, with, with us here, it's really about accessing that wisdom that rests with parents and colleagues and a whole group of people. So um, what I can see in, in looking at, at the sector, um, looking at, when I say the sector, I mean the human services sector. So looking at, you know, what teachers are doing, what counsellors are doing, what um, family therapists are doing, um, the work that's being done, the incredible work that's being done around um, trauma-informed care, around protective behaviours. It seems to me that there's a, a growing understanding of, um, of the part that body signals can play in this. I mean, here at Innovative Resources, the first time we really came across this body of knowledge of working with, with body signals was probably at least 10 years ago, um, looking at the work of a, a woman called Maggie Escartan, who was working with 
children in South America and she had a particular concern in wanting to work around the areas of um, sexual abuse. And, uh, and so that sector has been pioneering this work in body signals for a very, very long time. And much of the wisdom that, that we've accessed in creating this card set has been a debt of gratitude to, to that sector around um, protective behaviours. Mm. So helping children, I mean, you know, for a long time in the sector, we've seen the outline of the body and asking children or, or people, adults as well, young people too, to point to parts in the body where um, where a body signal may be experienced, like wobbly knees or, you know, raised shoulders or it could be, you know, butterflies in the tummy or, um, you know, some of those other behaviours like biting the nails that we might say are part of body language, but this is where body signals and body language cross over, you know. There aren't the, these nice, neat boundaries where you can say, well, this is a body signal and this is body language. They're all part of that amazing wisdom pull that our body brings to us. Um, so, yeah, I think body signals has been around, uh, the, the understanding of body signals has been around for quite a while, but what I'm noticing, um, perhaps you are too, Sue, um, in your work with with families and children, that there seems to be a growing um, awareness of it and I'm and noticing it coming into the education system a lot more. So we did for a long time focus on emotions and um, and feelings and, and, and that was something that was very strongly associated with emotional intelligence. But now we, we seem to have broadened our understanding more generally that body signals is really just such a fundamental part of of emotions as well it's it's our body signals and our emotions go together and they all go together with our threat response you know as we've as we've understood more about how the brain works and how that you know cocktail of chemicals is released when the when threat happens or when we've come under pressure parts of our brain spring into action like our amygdala and and they trigger that that automatic uh, body response um, and that's where we tune immediately into our body signals. So not only is it important to recognise our body signals, it's also important to learn to soothe our body signals. Because just as I said before that our body signals are our most reliable indicators of feeling, they can also lead us astray. Because in the sense, for example, like with anxiety, our body signals can be triggering and triggering and triggering when there's actually no threat response. There's no threat present. So, you know, that's part of the incredible journey of being a human being too, I think, that goes on our whole lives. It's not just when we're little, that all our lives we're learning to be more and more skillful with recognising what's being triggered, what am I feeling, what's my body telling me, and, and making informed decisions about, no, there's no need to run away, no, there's no need to punch someone, you know, there's no actual threat, and, and learning those skills to de-escalate the body signals as well, and that's critical. But Sue, I just wondered if you had any, anything to add about what you've learned through your work in, in, with families and children about the importance of body signals. Well, I know um, working um, alongside a lot of the early years services that they were saying a lot of the services are coming to, I've worked for about five years in that space, um, and 
a lot of those early years services were saying they were seeing more and more children coming into services um, with potentially behavioural issues and with lots and lots of challenging, um, having dealt with lots of challenging situations. And so for me, really, it was really fascinating coming. I came in a bit later onto the project. You'd already started the project, obviously, Karen. Um, but to see a card set being developed that was really um, a fantastic tool for early years educators and teachers um, to support those children to recognise um, recognise those behaviours as they were happening and perhaps even to identify the kinds of body um, signals that were coming up for them before that behaviour happened as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I think it's, a, it's an incredibly useful tool in that space. Uh, a lot of those teachers and early years educators too would talk to us about the fact they were seeing more and more children coming into um, into kinder and to playgroups um, having experienced trauma and I think that that sector is becoming much more aware and um, really skilled at, at identifying those things in children too so and this is a great tool to use to, to have those conversations with kids too because I think people may have the skills to recognise that kids have experienced trauma or that they're going through something at home but don't necessarily know how to have the conversation with those kids so this is a great way i think this is a great tool for having those conversations and starting those conversations they're really colorful visual engaging um, uh, and and really fun i mean the meerkats are really fun too so i think it's a really um, gentle way to start to have those conversations with children around body signals trauma um, and the kinds of things that they can do to address those experiences so karen um, can you explain to us why a meerkat and what is what was the story behind landing on a meerkat or the meerkat family that we've got spread out across the various cards? Yes, everybody loves a meerkat. <laughs> I think meerkats, um, they're just exceptional at demonstrating um, body signals in a really kind of um, exaggerated way. Like, it, you know, whenever I think of a meerkat, I think of that, that you know that incredible alertness you know they say about meerkats I'm, I'm not I'm not stressed I'm just very very alert you know and you get that extended neck and the kind of looking around so we did actually experiment um, we're very very lucky here at Innovative Resources to have an in-house graphic artist Matt Jones who is a superb illustrator and he's done the illustrations of the meerkats so we tasked him with the responsibility to come up with a variety of animals that we could use for the for the cards. I think um, one of them was um, a panda. But what we found about the meerkat is there was a sense of humour that could really come out with a meerkat. There was a kind of an exaggeration. Um, so our meerkats in these cards are doing all kinds of things that you would never see meerkats actually doing. You know that they're um, they're um, standing up on on their two legs. Although you do see meerkats doing that, they're scratching themselves. They're leaning back on rocks, being incredibly incredibly relaxed. They've got hearts leaping out as their heart is pounding. They've got butterflies in their tummy. You know, there's sort of there's one meerkat that's frozen in a block of ice. You know, to um, to indicate that that body response of of being frozen. You know, that's a, a strong trauma response as well. So um, we experimented a lot um, with the meerkat drawing itself and the style of it. We also experimented a lot with the colour and we kind of came up in, a, in, in the end with a bit of a nod to Dr Seuss. You know, we, we hope we've been 
inspired by Dr. Seuss in this card sets because the colours, that the, the bright primary colours and the really clear lines, line drawings of, the, of, of a style that's a little bit like Dr. Seuss really gives the meerkat an opportunity to express what it's feeling. So um, even though we've got this card set focusing on body signals, as I said before, body language is there too. Um, so we've got expressions, we've got posture, we've got um, gesture, and all of those things that make up body language. Because whenever there is a body signal, there's all kinds of behaviours that most often go along with that body signal. So for example, the body signal might be a pain in the tummy, but then um, a meerkat or a person will do something in response to that. So you might rub your tummy. So that's an actual body, piece of body language or a behaviour that we're doing in response to the body signal of the pain in, in the tummy. So the meerkats won our hearts and minds and we had lots of fun thinking about what you'd call a bunch of meerkats. So they can be called a, meerk a manner of meerkats or what we like to call these ones is a mischief of meerkats. That's very funny. So Karen, how long did it take us to develop this car set from, from the time we started thinking body signals to the time mm. that they were, were released several weeks ago? Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> two years at least. Mm. Um, we started off, Sue and I sat down and um, we, we started with a list. And the list actually had 144 um, what we thought were body signals. But then as we looked at the body signals list, we began to ask ourselves though, all those curly questions. Like some of them we thought, headache, um, is that a body signal or is that a medical response? You know, and what's the difference? So we, we ended up with a lot more questions than, than we had answers. And um, we, we had a lot of, and we didn't want to, um, mix it up with emotions either so and um, and thinking we have a set of cards here at innovative resources that that has been incredibly um, precious to many many people and remains so and that's the bears and that does emotions very very well so we didn't want to replicate that we wanted to um, we wanted to really squarely land on body signals and so it began a process as it always does of pairing back that list we, we start big and then we pair it back. Consultation with lots of people look at, looking at that list. Um, lots of people giving their opinions and lots of ignoring of some opinions and <laughs> taking on of others. And, um, and then we went through a process of thinking about whether there should be words on the cards or not. And the bears, as I mentioned before, that card set doesn't have words. So we experimented that with that for a while. And then we felt um, there were advantages to that because you didn't have language and you, you, know, you didn't have to worry about literacy. However, we felt that there was something really valid in, um, in helping children develop the vocabulary to talk about body signals. That's part of what we mean when we talk about literacy, is not only do we need to be able to recognise the body signal, but we need to be able to name it and um, because that enables us to be able to communicate with others what we're feeling and that's so incredibly important for us as human beings to be able to connect with others and say hey I'm feeling this 
um, in order to be able to get the help that we need. So um, we decided in the end that we wanted to include the words. Most of the cards have two, some of them have one word on them. And we have weighted the cards primarily to body signals that indicate some kind of stress response or, or some kind of something that's putting pressure on. Not that all of them are there. So for example, we have smiling, that's such a strong um, visceral response. It's so important to human beings. You could say that's part of body language as well. That's there. We have other ones that are ambiguous, like for example, butterflies. Butterflies is very strongly a, a body signal. Butterflies could indicate stress or anxiousness, but it also could indicate, you know, excitement. You're about to open all your presents on Christmas morning. You know, there's butterflies. So part of the conversation, the rich conversation that we would like to invite, we hope these cards invite facilitators and teachers and parents to have with children um, is about the interpretation of a body signal. What does it mean? What does that body signal mean? When I feel that, what does it mean? So we have a booklet that accompanies the cards and we've we've pulled together lots and lots of suggestions for how you might use the cards and 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 some of those suggestions are built around inviting the person to really notice the body signal. Because noticing and getting curious about what we're feeling, what we're experiencing, is a technique known as externalizing. It helps us to create distance between what we're feeling and us. So what we're feeling becomes something that we can talk about, and that puts us in the much more uh, firmly in the driver's seat of being able to manage that body signal or that feeling. If we understand that a body signal or a feeling is something that we're experiencing, it's not who we are. So that capacity to name and notice a body signal is very important. Um, and there's a term that um, we, we, we learnt about in the process of doing these cards and it's called interoception. And the word interoception means that capacity to look inside and interpret a body signal. So a lot of the work that's being done when you work with body signals with children or adults is about strengthening that ability uh, for interoception. Okay. Thank you very much Karen and Sue for um, the conversation this morning. Hopefully it's given everybody a little bit more information about what body signals are and, and the, um, the benefit of, of using these cards. Um, of course, the cards are available on our website, www.innovativeresources.org, and um, we'd love to hear any comments back. Um, there's a contact us section, um, and there is also a page, and there's a page on the body signals which talks a little bit about them, and um, there are quite a few blogs on our blog section of our website that also talk about body signals and body language and, and BQ and EQ and all of that sort of stuff. So um, thank you very much Karen and Sue for the conversation today and hopefully this has been very useful to the listeners.